Lights, camera, action. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. And welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. I am your host, Jody Pratt, with my fellow host, Patrick Wigfall. Yo. And um, we have a story to tell. Well, actually, I do. If you could see my eyes. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, Ibulo, right? Kenny, he's 21. And um, then we have Venal Costa, right? He's 46. And Ibulo, he's a young man and that follows his lover around. And his lover is uh, Venal, right? Um, and Venal, they met in a foreign country. I want to say Europe, like France or... France or, you know, the Czech Republic. Are those both, like, males? Yes, they are. Okay. The Czech Republic or something like that, right? And Venal was, um, he's a murderer. And they found each other just in a bar one day and shit like that. And I want to say after, like, a, after sex or something like that, Venal, like, begins to strangle uh, Ibulo, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the look in... Abulo's eyes were the eyes of um, something different from what Venal was looking for in his victims. So he doesn't kill him, right? So Ibulu feels like this is his second chance in life. And this is, this is his chance to... I'm thinking anime on this shit, so everything doesn't exactly make sense. So this is his chance to, to live for something that he hasn't lived for before. You know what I mean? Before, it was just traveling and finding, you know, random guys and having sex with them. And now it's, if he didn't kill me, this must mean it's love to him, right? Ibulu calls this nigga uh, king, right? After he's seen him murder and seen him kill and shit like that. And he doesn't necessarily like death. He doesn't like killing, like him murdering himself, but he likes the notion of death is romanticized to him for him to be that close to death and not dying. It was something arousing about that. You I'm know the right what I mean? hand of the devil. Huh? You're the right hand of the devil. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he comes to kill, you're not getting killed, but you're watching it happen. Yeah. And, and, uh, and on that part, not every time the devil is a, the murderer. Most of the time, God is the murderer. You know what I mean? So to him, it, it goes both ways. God completely fleshed out the whole entire world. Not the whole world. Yes, literally the whole world. And, and well, it no, was a nigga on the like, boat. Not, you know what I mean? That, that there, There's survived. no way that happened. It, it doesn't matter because you believe in the devil, so you got to believe in all the other shit. I don't believe. So, so, right? Mm, um, so, he even picks some of the victims that they, he kills and shit like that. That mm-hmm. Venal kills. And um, I have written down, uh, Ibulu can't take the physical act of murder. It makes him literally sick to the point of vomiting. And um, the moment he thinks about it, the moment he thinks about him murdering somebody, he literally throws up. He vomits, right? Okay. Um, But Ibu loves the notion of death. Um, Your soul leaving your body uh, to a better place. Simply not knowing what lays next. Um, This world for him is so monotonous. He romanticizes his own death. You know what I mean? Um, and he throws up the moment he thinks about killing himself. So that goes on the lines of the romanticism of 
death and the act of death are two different things. You dying and you wanting somebody to die or making somebody die are two different things. You know what I'm saying? Especially in his mind. So he comes, they travel back to, uh, I want to say this shit, America or whatever the fuck. And, and I want to say everybody that they kill, Ibulo dresses up in a certain way. They're usually nude after Venel kills them. And it's usually by strangulation. Um, he doesn't like open them up or anything like that. And he dresses their body um, with dried plums, wheat, and jasmine. And, and every one of those. And every one of those have like a special meaning to him. Mm-hmm. But that's what he does. He dresses them up just to, to send them off in a beautiful way. That's how much he romanticizes the idea. But during it, him hearing Venel strangle these people, he's throwing up. You know what I'm saying? And he usually comes out afterwards and dresses up these these bodies and sends them off and shit like that. So the reason why he came back, they came back to America, it was because he wants to kill his stepdad. His stepdad is a philosopher. And for him to be so cocky in the matter of he knows what life is and what the meaning of life is pisses Ibulu off so badly in the fact that he's just like, you haven't even seen death. How you how are you going to romanticize or, or make life so simplistic? How do you have it all figured out? And it's more so him resenting that he has it figured out. And the meanings of different things, and how he life how how he has his life mapped out, his mm-hmm. stepdad, but he's always resented him for the fact that his knowledge, more so anything, his knowledge of life is so clear cut, and these theories and shit like that, it just pissed him off all the fucking time, and he sat with uh, Venom maybe through like eleven or twelve murders or something like that. And they come to America, kill a couple more people, and same ritualistic thing with the dried plums, the wheat, and the jasmine um, over these victims and shit like that. So he goes to dinner with his parents, and he um, introduces Venel. And Venel, in his eyes, Venel is this great, big Greek, olive complexion, big bearded, gorgeous man adonis type of nigga you know what i mean and he just he's just mesmerized by this guy and in the acts that he does he has a power to take away life he's god to to abulo right and they sit down in dinner and they're talking and shit like that and his stepdad is like um so why you know i mean trying to figure shit out like so you've been traveling this long you know what i mean what about school why don't you do this why don't you do that it just pisses the bulo off he's just like god damn bro why do you keep talking like you have life figured out you don't have life figured out you don't even have kids bro how do you you know what i'm saying trying to go the the long way on amping himself up to prove to Venom, like, he deserves to die. Can't you see? Like, type of thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, um, they go after dinner and shit like that. They like Venom and shit. And he goes and um, they have a sit down in the den, right? And he asks, he, Venom asks his stepdad to, you know, I mean, 
come into the room with him in a way that it's like, I know gay nigga when I see one type of thing, but he it's, it's, it's anime shit. So it doesn't necessarily make sense fully, but it, it, it just has to go this way. You know what I mean? Um, so he pulls him into the room and shit like that. And he like closed the door behind him and Ebulo's just like, he's retching, but he's smiling, but he's retching again. Cause he's thinking about the, the act of murder, but he's smiling at the, the, the completion of getting what he wants. Yeah. That is death. You know what I mean? That he's smiling at the death part. You know what I mean? So then comes to the door and he's like, come here. And he waves Abulo in, right? And um, Abulo comes in and he's just like looking in glee for the body and shit like that. And then he sees his stepdad like in a heap. Like his body's kind of folded up. And he um, he's like, you did it. like, And he's like retching a little bit. And then he goes to get his backpack and Venal stops him. And he was like, this is your task to do. I cannot do this. This is what you want. So you're going to have to do this. And then he's like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? We're not about? dead yet. Yeah. So he pushes uh, Ibulu back, then all does, and closes the door and holds it. Right? And Ibulu's like, like trying to stay quiet because his mom is still in the house. And then he goes and he's just like pacing in the room and shit like that. And he, he gets on top of his stepdad and starts to strangle him. Then he just starts to vomit on top of his his stepdad. It's just like endless like heaps of everything he ate, everything he drank, the uh, down to the bile. It's just pouring all over his stepdad, and he's just choking him and choking him and choking him until he like finally suffocates him through his own vomit. His, he was too his hands were too fucking weak to even strangle this guy. Venom did most of the work, but he finished it right, mm-hmm. and he sits there and he's in silence. This whole time, like after he killed him, then when he opens the door, comes in this this gross, grotesque looking old man. And he's just like, like, what the like, who the fuck? Who are you? And he's like, it's me, Venal. And he was like, no, my Venal is this big, giant Greek man. And you know what I mean? With these large muscles. and Yeah, that's who it is. And he was like, no, like he's showing him pictures. And this whole time, it was just a feeble, perverted man that he's been with this entire time. He romanticized this man into being a god, into being a king. And all this time, it was nothing of the sort. It was a gross thing. You know what I mean? And in turn, he's like, what what has all this been for? What what the fuck have this? Killed somebody. Exactly. These ground shaking like realities type of thing. So he goes and... In a in a bit of rage, he kills Venel, right? And Venel is not as strong as he thought he was, and he's he's lost the the vomiting, and he and he, in hindsight, he kind of misses who he was before. He misses the fact that it made him sick to even think about killing. Death was repulsive, and now it's uh, yeah, inviting. The act of death, you know what I'm saying. The, the physical act of killing somebody was repulsive. Now, now it's, it's as inviting as the idea of your spirit or your energy going on further. You know what I'm saying? What you romanticize, now you can make happen. Exactly. And so... That's beautiful. The end is him 
dressing both bodies in the plum, the dried plum, the wheat, the jasmine, mm-hmm. and him sitting with himself until his mother finds him the next day. And then that's it. It's going to be a dry end. You know what I mean? You know those dry ends where, like, where like when you pan away, you're like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like that, like, you're walking away with blood still spilling out. Like, nah, bruh sat there and waited for a whole night. Yeah. It wasn't like a quick, oh, let's get this done. The cops show up. I put my hands up or I get shot real quick. Yeah. Like, now this was uh, calculated and uh, sadistic. Like, it, it, it's well, more so on a whim than calculated. You well, know I mean, what I'm but saying? Every, every time he does this, or every time they kill somebody, he is doing this ritualistic way of burying somebody. Yeah. And so for him to do something in rage and still fall back to that mm-hmm. shows a shows a bit not of calculation but like of uh reverting back to what you felt comfortable doing after you learned how to do something that made you vomit. Yeah. To kill and then dress somebody is a whole mental gap. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. got to learn how to like mentally take that in cuz I couldn't look at a dead nigga before. Yeah, and now I've killed somebody, and then I'm gonna address them. That's yeah, a, that's the thing. Like I couldn't fathom even killing myself. You, you kill somebody by throwing up on them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And which it, is very, very visceral. It's a very visceral like interpretation of how to kill somebody. Yeah, it's throwing up, and they just can't breathe because they're throwing and up. He felt uh, as if like it that wasn't a. That wasn't the way he killed somebody. It was more so him strangling him. He thought it was his strength that did that. You know what I mean? And and in hindsight, it was him suffocating. So he saw it differently in his He head. saw it differently. Just okay. like he, he saw Venel differently than everybody else did. Okay. He saw this young boy. Everybody saw this young boy walking around with this old, feeble man. In the, but in his eyes, he, he's walking around with this god who could fuck anybody. Yeah. He pos- you know what I mean? He can. Uh, one part that I left out was Venom comes back in the room and the feeble old man and they have sex in that room. And while Ibulu's on top of him, he then he kills him. That's how he does that. Instead of a bit of rage, it was the disgust that he has. Like that, the, he's he's not the man he thought he was. Yeah, yeah, he's not the man whatsoever that he thought he was. Yeah, but this was a story that was, it was originally um, a detective and then he had a gay boyfriend. Yeah, I, I remember you telling me this because you've changed up things, but some things are similar. And I was yeah, like, yeah. And I kept being like, oh, and then you say something different. I was like, yeah, yeah. The only part I kept was somebody else. pretty much. He ain't even telling me everything he knows. <laughs> Pretty much it was them being together. That's what I kept. And then the dressing afterwards and then the main man being the, murdered. The way he dressed him, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And then you tell me it was like a, a ritual thing for like the soul to pass on. Yeah, yeah, in some uh, cultures and shit. But yeah, that's what he did as well. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind keeping that in. That's that dope. Blue, and you know. that is that, that, that's that, uh, that's that Hulu shit. You feel me? Yeah. That's that Hulu original series shit. Yeah, yeah. Where like exactly. that's like a half clip of what they say and it's like for some reason he's got these plums and and, and you're just like I'll look into it. Yeah. I'll look I'll into it. That. I'll listen I watched the first episode. Yeah. And then you're like, 
I'm addicted. Who is this Jodediah Pratt and this Patrick <laughs> Wiggy? Yeah, and Wiggums. I'm just gonna go with uh, Wiggums. That, that's the move, <clears throat> dog. That's the move. Are you suiting him? Yeah. Jody Pratt and and uh, Patrick Wiggums. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Patrick Wiggums. And in a, a large, this we've got to create a dumbass story with both of those names as the the main characters. And Patrick Wiggums. Patrick Wiggums. Yeah. I like and it. I'm a transgender. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, and <laughs> I wanted this like a couple of, especially a couple of stories that I've come up with as of recent. I want them to be manga so badly. Just like two or three books long. I want this story to be like maybe one or two books long. Yeah, Spirit Dreams is definitely uh a movie. Yeah. But it can it can branch into other things. Yeah, that and I and when I well, I was watching some anime and shit and I'm just like some shit is a foregone conclusion, but other shit is just like this is gonna have to make sense. Yeah. This is just how it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's no real explanation. There's no even character buildup for this person to be acting like this. Mm-hmm. This is just how it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know what I'm going to call this. What do you think I should call this? I hate when you do that shit because I got to cut that out. Um, <laughs> dry Plum Wheat and Jasmine. That's what I'm going to call it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a long name. It's a long uh, name. You know, but I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it also draws in it also draws in the eye to see a name that isn't crazy long, and that hits the point. Uh huh. What are your emotions when you feel this? All right, when 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 you have this story, what are your emotions? When I wrote when I wrote this out, yeah. Um, what, what was it derived from? Was it derived from? Hmm. Like what 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 energy were you trying to take from it? Because the book that you gave me is. The, the the opening chapter is about what you leave from when you watch a movie. You don't leave for the story. You leave for the feeling that it gives you. So what feeling does this give you? And thank you for that book. It was a great... It, it, it's a good read. And I'm, I'm, glad, having, I'm, glad I'm having to reread shit because I'm like, that didn't make sense. I reread I'm like, oh, yeah. people go for a feeling. Yeah. Um. So I would say, I don't know. The romanticism of all this shit. So like, uh, that's what the like feeling vanity. Um, no, not vanity. I'm, 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 I'm. It's the wrong word. I would say, huh? I don't know because that's when I was reading that. That's the only reason I believed in spirit dreams more is because the energy that I wanted for that was loss, mm. loss and an uncomfortable sense of who to trust. That's what I want. I want you to leave not knowing who to trust because the whole time you're thinking it's the wolf and it's really, you know. Okay, so else. if you say it like that, I would want you leaving. Exactly. Knowing that how you feel about certain things isn't necessarily what they are. You know what I mean? So like a. Like the love that you have for your girl. Mm-hmm. If the circumstances weren't the circumstances that they are, you wouldn't even talk to her. You know what I mean? It's like that. That's what I want. I want you to feel unsatisfied watching this. I want that. I want you to be like all the the great reveal of Venom being this feeble man. The great reveal of you're underwhelmed. Yeah, I want an underwhelming of that. I want you to uh, that be underwhelming feeling of being like this is what I end up with. Yeah, 
this. Just this. Just this? Yeah. This is old man that, like, has knee problems? Yeah. What is his name? Patrick? <laughs> you say, yeah, 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 yeah. That is him. Yeah, that's perfect then. Yeah. Because that's ex- that's essentially what it builds to is a man who's willing to kill for an Adonis, and then finds out that Adonis is human. Yeah, he is no god, and he is no regular human. He's withering. Yeah, and what you build him built him up to be. The this sculpture of David is a pile of rubble. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And um, I think I'm gonna call this Wheaton Jasper. I'm gonna just take out the the dried plum. Gucci, I like that name because it's super simple, and you can tell it means more. Yeah, you exactly. you see that, and you're like, I need to like look into that. What is that about? Yeah. Uh. Well. Boom. There it goes. Um. I got some other shit, but we'll leave that for another day. <laughs> uh, we love you don't stop being creative this is a scrapbook podcast director's cut I am your host Jody Pratt with my fellow host Patrick Wigfall yo 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 uh, we love you like I just said don't stop being creative Deuce. peace peace